together. Mm-hmm. I would take him up to his room, Uh-oh. bust out that old school wooden spoon, and pow, 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 pow around the fanny until he oh. learns his lesson. That's oh, that, that sounds worse than fighting war machine. That's, That's worse than fighting war machine. Oh, okay, so with so with that <laughs> awkward okay, message, that, um, um, here, let me wind it up for you. Oh, wow. Yeah, All right. Everybody ready? Yeah. One, two, three, four. I declare the Mid-Week War! I am your friend in the mainstream media. Welcome to one of four podcasts we're bringing you. Um, go subscribe, rate, review the Midweek War on iTunes, and uh, go to the WrestlingMayhemShow.com, and we'll get you all set up. And right now, it is time to talk Ring of Honor, first with Mad Mike from Poughkeepsie, New York. What up, guys? I uh, we're, we're going to talk a lot about a lot of wrestling, and I, I believe Garza, Garza at T W Wrestling. No, I was going to give you a full intro, but go ahead, go oh, ahead. Okay. <laughs> that was the segue, I guess. <laughs> yeah, let's talk. Let's talk Ring of Honor first. This is our our first chapter of this week's uh, Midweek War. So let's let's start off. All the right. one word that I have for Ring of Honor this week is Moose. Oh. <laughs> That's similar to mine. It's loose. Whoa. Loose. Whoa. Loose. Whoa. I don't know about that, Macarons. What you got, Mike? I, I I'm still gonna say that. Row, row, row your. Boat. I knew you were going there. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, uh, where do I jump off with this thing? All right. So, all right. Th- this is interesting. All right, guys, because Moose is undefeated. Moose was undefeated. Um, similar to another undefeatable wrestler on another program that is part of the Midweek War, and on the Go Home. With Moose going into a huge triple threat match, they beat him. Mm-hmm. Um, not not and not not a sound strategy. No. No, I don't think so. Garza. Uh, this is actually the best, the worst thing that I have to, that I thought about Ring of Honor this week. Like, I don't have a problem with Moose losing, and definitely not the way he lost into a Cedric Alexander who needs to get some, some wins. What I hate is that this is going to lead into a pay-per-view where they're likely not going to touch on it. Because uh, Moose is not going to get his vengeance back, and Cedric's off to a match with Caprice Coleman against War Machine. So, I... I I think they should have either waited a week to do this, or or two days from today, at best in the world, there should be something going on between Moose and and Cedric Alexander. Yeah, like if he lost to someone that was in the triple threat match, I'd be okay with that because that puts you know some doubt into people's minds that oh no, one of these guys beat him, like yeah. you know, and there could have been or, shenanigans or... involved there too, but. Just losing to the worst thing is, that is, I don't it's know. a triple threat. I mean, he doesn't even need to get pinned in that match. That's that's it's the perfect match to protect your guys, anyway. 
So I don't see why. I'm baffled. It, it was an interesting decision. I, I, I think, I mean, you don't have to immediately go into a rematch with Cedric Alexander to to make this make sense. And at least, like, the storytelling of the match made sense. It wasn't, like, just throwaway result. I mean, this is going to lead to something. I mean, Moose may come into um, the pay-per-view on Friday night and be just an absolute next, you know, find, be in another gear, um, mm-hmm. be newly motivated. And this may get a whole bunch of wheels turning anyway, so... I'm I'm not totally against it. Um, and, and frankly, the longer you leave a person undefeated, it becomes a burden. So if you could beat them in a re- in a reasonable fashion for the long term, it's probably for the best. That's true. I mean, I did like that that it could potentially create some tension between him and Veda now. And nobody wants tension with Veda. Could, uh... Uh, go ahead, Garza. Eventually, it's gonna to lead to tension between Moose and Beta because ever since the start, Beta is into this uh, "don't shake cans, you're better than everyone," and Moose is a guy that just kind of wants to be one of the guys. He wants to shake cans. He wants to like win clean, you know. So I, I think it definitely should lead to dissension between the three of them. They also did point out that Moose and Alexander were friends, too. Mm-hmm. So, That's I mean, right. that uh, that was an interesting way to do it, especially because Cedric kind of took the cheap way out. So, Yeah, it, it zero well hesitation done. with the foreign object by Cedric yeah. Alexander. The acts of a desperate man. <laughs> um, okay, so it's safe to say, Tony, that um, Moose losing was your bad thing. How about a good thing about Ring of Honor? There, uh, should, there was really no shortage. No, my, my good thing, I'm going to give it to uh, the the ending where they're signing the the contract between Jay Lethal and Jay Briscoe. I think it was uh, perfectly handled uh, because they didn't go into a fight. They just, like, the tension got hot, but it didn't fall into the typical fight that we always get. Uh, I thought that Jay's promo and... Specify which Jay. Specify the Jay. Jay Lethal's promo and and Jay Briscoe's uh, answer with the Black Machismo thing was was fun, was good. And it got me hyped for the match. Um, I also like that they had a table for their contract signing. (laughs) We'll get into reasons why later. But, um... Yeah. Also, (laughs) as much as I love Jay Briscoe's line of Lethal having to return to a black machismo gimmick? Would that be such a bad thing? <laughs> I was like, wow, here we go. Three weeks in, we finally got our Impact Ring of Honor crossover seeds being planted. It, they don't even know, know they're doing it. <laughs> if they do like a Crisis of Infinite Earths and you have Jay Lethal from the House of Truth versus the Black Machismo somehow, that would be amazing. <laughs> I liked um, Lethal's. I liked Lethal's line as they were uh, smack talking at the very end, where he was pulled up his Lethal holds up his title and he says, "I made this," and he points to Briscoe's title and he says, "That made you." That's just like yeah, that that, that pretty much tells the whole story. <laughs> Not that Briscoe is no slouch, man, but yeah, yeah, because I mean Briscoe's also been the reigns perfectly, and Briscoe's been ROH since the inception almost, right? So. You know, yeah, there's a lot of truth to that. There's a lot of truth to that because 
Jay Lethal has not been in Ring of Honor that long. What, maybe two years? Maybe two, three years? I'm going to say a little bit longer than that since he's, uh, yeah, he's been there for at least a few years, right? I mean, he's one of the originals too, but since he came back from TNA, yeah, it's been like two two years or three. We'll look that up. We'll we'll get the intern on that for you guys. Um, Let's talk about, before we get to what we all really want to talk about, let's talk quickly about that tag team match. ACH and Seidel versus Tanahashi! So awesome to see them on American television playing dirty Japanese heels. That is so good. Didn't you feel like they were just healing it up? It was a weird vibe, especially from Tanahashi. Yeah, they were were definitely the heels. It, It was a little odd to see, like, I know it's very standard in Ring of Honor, even more standard in Japan, the no-selling. A lot of no-selling in that match. I mean, it was fun, it was a crazy match, but a lot of no-selling. Yeah, JR hated it. And, um, um I, where, where are you guys at with, that kind of, I, I was thinking kind of along the same line, where are you guys at right now with ACH? I mean, the first when I first saw ACH, he blew my mind. But now I've seen a lot of his stuff, and I'm kind of like waiting for the next step. And I wonder if you guys are kind of like feeling that same thing right now. I don't. Know. I like. Him. I I like him. I'm not. I gotta say, I'm. More I like ACH. I think that. Uh... Okay, we have, we have some delay issues. I think with Garza. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> but um, let the yeah. man speak. Yeah, sorry, guys. You go ahead. No, no, sorry. Uh, my feed is kind of weird today. Uh, I was saying just that uh, I like ACH. I think that uh, his wrestling has stopped being from Spot Monkey to more, uh, more clinical, I guess. So I think he's growing, growing a lot. Uh, he's definitely gone, come a long way since he joined Ring of Honor. Um, maybe I just, I, I'm getting anxious, you know, because, like, I, I'm rooting for ACH. I want him to do big things, and uh, it's always exciting when he does stuff in the ring. All right, let's get to um, uh, definitely candidate for father of the year, King Carino, and uh, and, and King Carino's baby boy, Colby, um, all 100 and, I don't know, all 80 pounds of him soaking wet, um, getting murderized by um, the war machine. <laughs> Again, um, <laughs> now last last time we were discussing Colby, some of you were upset that perhaps uh, Carino wasn't uh, upset enough. Was he upset enough for you this week, Mike? Yes. About Colby getting beaten up. Yeah, yeah, he was. Um, this was actually done a hell of a lot better than it was last time, um, because especially you had the hesitance of Ray Rowe to even wrestle Colby, which was. Fantastic. Um, Ray Rowe, who, by the way, still owes me an IWC title match, um, they they even said that he's known Colby since he was, like, 10. And he wouldn't wrestle Colby, he would say, even after he got slapped in the face. And yeah. that takes a Like, I felt like I was kind of... Not rooting for Colby, but... Rooting to you, see you Colby kinda like, ass kick. Like, like well, I kind of wanted to see it happen. It, it, it kind of, like, it gives you another layer of Roe, you know, and you learn that Roe is not just a mindless, you know, instrument of destruction. There is a real mind inside that is operating. Uh, Tony, what do you think? 
I was impressed by the slap he gave, bro. I was like, holy shit, you're going to get your ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was like perfect heel heat for, for uh, Adam Page and, and BJ Whitmer. Uh, I, I really can't wait for the day that Corino uh, straight up attacks BJ Whitmer. It's going to be good. Okay, so I have, I have a question for both of you guys. Mm-hmm. How many weeks do you think it's going to be until we actually see BJ Whitmer wrestle on television? Uh, perhaps never again. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, he's, he's more effective when he doesn't wrestle than he is when he does wrestle, for me at least. <laughs> he, uh, I haven't. Like, hey, hey, you know what? I mean. Ring of Honor is just showing up in the midweek, so it's not like I've been watching this since, you know, years gone by. But I don't understand the BJ Whitmer thing, but I do know I want to see King Karina whoop his ass. So let me ask you a question, Mad Mike. Go ahead, Macro. Which announcer do you want to see have a match more? <laughs> King Karina or Vampiro? Fuck. Oh, jeez, that's tough because... I don't know if I necessarily want to see either. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's hard you know to what? say without you know knowing. What? You know what? I'm going third option. I'm going to say the Pope. <laughs> you son of a gun. All right. <laughs> I want to see the Pope versus Bram next week on the live impact. Option. Mike takes <laughs> option, option C. C. There you go. All right. Uh, Tony, do you, have, do you have any answer on this? Uh... I guess just for the opponents, I'll go with Vampiro, since I yeah. guess it would be Panagon Jr. You're and I can never have enough Panagon to see Panagon break his arm. So, see, yeah, you got a good point. See, Garza, you would think it'd be Panagon, but you know who it would actually be, right? Conan. It would actually be oh, oh, let's, let's not kid ourselves on that. That is the only oh, match yeah. they're really <laughs> building to right now. Yes, that is true. <laughs> um, Unfortunately. You know what, Garza, I didn't get a chance to ask you, is there anything about Ring of Honor this week that you would change? Uh, yes, definitely. I thought that as a go-home show, they did a terrible job promoting their pay-per-view. I do not know, well, I mean, I know the card, but the casual fan that just started watching Ring of Honor does not know the card, does not know how to order the show, how much it costs, I mean, nothing. So I think the I think they could have cut like the Colby segment or just make a match uh, shorter and give us three minutes of running down the card. That's it. You, I, want that, I, you want that go home SmackDown hype where they just run through all every match yeah. segment, yeah. yeah especially because they're starting at a at a network that doesn't really know them. So I mean, instruct your guys. And the pay-per-view's on Friday night, too, which is very unusual for anyone who usually orders wrestling pay-per-views because they're always on Sundays. Yeah, that's definitely going to yeah, be different. Yeah, Ring of Honor usually has uh, weird dates for their pay-per-views. Also, uh, to go along with what you were saying, because I am a new Ring of Honor watcher, I don't... I just found out in that contract signing that both belts are on the line. Yes. I didn't uh... know that. I don't think they'd. they'd I, I don't it. think it's. But, yeah, well, it's pretty interesting. 
Yeah. Uh, actually, I think that this is, this is the first time they talk about that match since they saw it in Destination America. Oh, no, they've talked about the match every week. I But they just said it was, you know, Jay Lethal versus Jay Briscoe. And they said champion versus champion, not title for title. Because that, yeah. like, champion versus champion, you can have all time. Hell, the past John Cena, Kevin Owens matches were champion versus champion. But you have to specify that both belts are on the line because I didn't know that. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the thing that I'm saying. Like, you need to really describe what's going on right now. I hope after after Best in the World, they can kind of retool the commentary a little bit. Yeah, I, I'm really not. I'm not ready to pass judgment on this until they get into the next set of TV tapings. Mm-hmm. Once we come out of that, yeah. once we get the next week, we're going to see kind of how they want to present things now that they're on Destination America. We'll see yeah, how it goes. They, they need a fresh cycle for the new uh, yep. viewers that they have. Um, before we roll out, let me get you guys one word. Just call your shot, Briscoe or Lethal, on Friday night, Mike. <sighs> lethal. Garza. Lethal. All right, it's a clean sweep. I'll go with lethal too. All right, All right. That hold, is... hold on. Yep. Um, where does this rank? One through four on the shows oh, this yeah. week. Where does this rank for you guys? Garza, if you're ready, you can go first. It's a uh, tough week I'm to call. Rank it. It's a tough week to call. Yeah, this week was really, really good. I'm gonna give it number three because no, no, because it's, it's number three for me. I'm going to say it's number two, um, just because it's awesome to see Tanahashi um, wrestle. Anytime, that's bonus points <laughs> as a heel. Evil Japanese heel. Mike. Yeah. All right. You guys aren't going to oh, like and, me. And ACH dressed up as. <laughs> yeah, from uh, One Piece, right? One Piece, yeah. 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 Um, I, you guys aren't going to like me. I'm going to give it four. I'm going to give it four for reasons. I can understand that. it. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, I it was a tough. Tough week. It, it All was a four rough shows week. were good. It, it was a tough week. Even Impact was really good this week. Well, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, we will. We've got four episodes of the Midweek War coming directly from us into your ear holes. Go subscribe to us on iTunes. Go find the Midweek War or just go to WrestlingMayhemShow.com. We'll get you all taken care of. Four at Mad Mike. Four eight eight three. Four at the W Revolution. Got it right. This is at Mainstream Matt, and we'll see you next time right here on The Mid-Week War! Hit the button, Riz.